0: gentlemen welcome to another edition of paranormal plus with grizzly and tracy inman how are you doing tracy doing I'm great. a lagging on my end so yeah. there goes my ball it is going off let me put it into the frame here yes uh we already getting activity space some hollywood squares here how are you doing there kind sir
1: doing good doing good the the square on the bottom you're caught up pretty good with the voice and everything the one on the the left
0: yeah it's, the it's like uh, i'm lagging so i'll yeah. fix that once we get a guest on
2: <laughs> yeah yeah so no I man don't, hey. I,
0: I don't know i have no idea what's going on for some reason last show everything's been haywire he so said what's going on with you oh nothing much man finally uh non-paranormal wise i sent you the album finally got it
1: out so a shameless plug go to youtube check my name out i got a country music album out, album out and song on the radio called i'm drunk again so check it out if you would uh but dang that's about it trying to trying to figure out oh. next hello
0: sandro welcome to the show there hello hello and, and don't forget ladies and gentlemen you can also uh send stars to support us and me uh to help uh to support by uh helping me do more content, and I'm getting that activity above my head again. And this has been nonstop there. Crazy Witch, Nigel, how you doing, Mr. Porter? Crazy Witch coming around the corner. And Facebook user, how you doing there? Uh, All right, here, uh, Angel with FDL Paranormal. And FDL Paranormal, they are trying to catch up. Kelly, I see you backstage. Hang tight there. Do not (laughs) go anywhere there. Hello, Mort. (laughs) So, uh, so what we got going on there, Tracy? We got the great Ernie Pack. <laughs> he's on here, on here today. He's
1: a, a super great guy. Really? Been involved in paranormal for a while. Uh, uh, he's, he's all around good guy. So, we'll bring him on and let him introduce and talk to talk to us about himself.
0: All cool. right, well, welcome there, sir. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? While he's on, I'm going to reboot. Uh, introduce yourself and. Uh, and tell everybody all about yourself there, sir. All right,
3: right, will do. Well, my name is Ernie Pack, like Tracy said, uh, from Pac-Man Paranormal. Uh, we, Pac-Man Paranormal is a team with myself and my wife, Denise. Uh, I was a tour guide for a long time at Waverly Hills and actually met Denise at Waverly Hills while she was there for a private overnight and We were brought together by a spirit that's a story a lot of folks have heard over and over but uh i'm never afraid to tell it again but uh and shortly after we got together we decided to start our own paranormal team and we did and wow we've uh in a very short period of time the world has moved really fast for us (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, man. I I I see it on there. I see all the people that, that you get that follow you and that and that uh, in you you know, all your posts and, and all that stuff. It's amazing, guys. You know what? what to me that is that's a sign of honest, uh, honest person getting what they deserve, right? And then that's awesome that you guys are getting those accolades, you know, for for putting in what you put into this. You know, I I, I I've only been it for four or five years, and like I talked before this, we met. At the uh, premiere of Sleepless Unrest in Edwardsville, and and it was cool seeing your shirt. You know, Pac Man. That's that's a catchy that's catchy as can be, right? It takes yeah. us all back to the '80s and all that stuff too. You know, right. uh, yeah, yeah. And, and then just talking to you off and on through uh, Facebook and and Messenger and stuff. You're just stand up guy, and yeah. and uh, you could tell your passion for for what you do, especially for Waverly Hills. And I think and to me personally, that that just is a true testament to to why you have all these people that that are are following in like it, you know?
3: Well, I appreciate that. Um, we just try to, I see someone saying, Hey stud, I'm going to assume that's Denise. It says Facebook user.
2: Uh,
3: (laughs) That's the only person that ever calls me studs. Anyway, uh, no, we we are very serious about telling the true stories of the spirits. Uh, I feel like that's our job as paranormal investigators. You know, if we're going to go out there and invade their space, then we need to be their voice. We need to do something in return, and um, so we try real hard to get to the bottom of, of, you know, why these people are still here, wanting to talk to people, and and what really what they really went through in life. And I think a lot of folks are you know drawn to that because. It's not drama. You know, we're not out there yelling demon and, you know, everything is crazy. It's paranormal is not scary. It it shouldn't be scary anyway. Uh, No, I
1: I agree with you 100 percent. And, you know, everybody out there trying to not everybody, but you see a lot of groups. Entertainment purposes is what I call them. Yeah. You know, they're they're just out there trying to whether they're. Real or, or not, you know, they're going to if somebody's paying paying to go to it, they're going to they're going to give them some type of entertainment either if they're getting it or not. You know, and you get a lot of younger or not younger, but a lot of newer uh, groups that might necess- not necessarily make it better, you know, by by using techniques that they should probably season themselves on a little bit more. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. It's that's uh, paranormal entertainment is uh has been great to draw a lot of people into the field Mm -hmm. and, and kind of bring all of us that have been doing this since before that was a fad, bring us out of the dark, even though we're usually working in the dark, (laughs) kind of bring us out of the dark where we can actually talk about it without looking like we got two heads growing out of our neck or something. Yeah. uh, But it's done a lot of disservice because the money and the fame or whatever it is, that has led people to be phony or overly dramatic about everything has led a lot of younger investigators and, you know, the YouTubers, a lot of folks out just, I'm not going to single out YouTubers because I, I I have a YouTube channel myself, you know, Yeah. but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a lot of folks out there that think that, you know, provoking or taunting and, um, Acting like they're scared, you know, this look, you, you see it all the time that, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, it's on every YouTube promo just about in the paranormal. Yeah. You know, it's really not about that for me. And I don't think, you know, as someone who's been doing this for a long time, I don't think that's how it should be for any of us, really. I mean, I don't think that's what the paranormal should be about at all.
1: No, I agree. And, you Chris and I, Grizzly and I, we, we talk about that a lot on our shows. Uh, you know, newer, newer groups and, and and just like you stated earlier, there's so many people now in the paranormal, which is a positive, but it can also lead to a negative too. Um, you're starting to see, I'm starting to see a lot my personal thing is I start to see a lot of negativity on Facebook. You know, somebody posted yesterday how, and it was a bigger name, how people are just leaving the paranormal field because they're not happy. You um, know, I don't know if that's, you know, yeah. I'd like to know the reason why they're unhappy. You know, uh, a lot of people say, I'm just getting out of it, and then you see them two days later, they're right back in it, you know. Right. Uh, a lot of the negativity surrounding the, the field right now. What do you think, Chris?
0: Yeah, there is. I do get scared. I'm not going to lie. I had a doll ripped out of my hands a few moments ago on another show. Uh, it felt like somebody was playing tug-of-war with me. Uh, it scared the living daylights out of me, so – Uh, it's kind of hard for me to hold my
3: emotions in, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I get jump scares. I'm not going to say I don't get jump scares. I mean, I'm kind of well known for letting out a Cherokee battle cry, which they said was me screaming like a girl (laughs) at Ra's Opera House uh, when the lady in white that the place is famous for happened to appear, like, right there next to me when I wasn't expecting it. (laughs) I get jump scares. But uh, as far as, you know, being afraid to walk into a location or go down a dark hallway, that kind of thing doesn't frighten me anymore. Uh, yeah. It's no different than it is in the daylight or anything like that. You know, it's just, just a place.
1: I, I, I agree with you. I'm probably kind of the same way as you, uh, you know, if something does startle me, I will jump a little bit and I will, you know, I don't say I necessarily scream, but. I, I I could you you get those feelings when you're in there and you know you're not alone, right?
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. I think that, and that's how that. you know you're not alone is you get that hair on the back of yeah. your neck standing up, the goosebumps and everything. You know that energy, which is what spirits are. Yep, is you know it affects you and it it definitely you know lets you know that something's going on or something's about to go on.
1: Now, now, Grizzly, his, he's in his uh, studio right there, and he's got some old dolls in there, and he's got a cat ball that he, he tapes up pretty good so it doesn't jump off. So you might,
0: might see a few things in here tonight. So,
3: you never know. Yeah, actually,
0: they, they throw them at me, sir. They throw them like awesome. at my head, and they throw them <laughs> at my, yes, during my live shows. So nice. that's why I have extra cameras. No, it's not nice. <laughs> uh, it gets old. It You're gets old. To get your
3: attention, man.
0: Uh, they, they got my attention, loud and clear. So, yes. yeah. If
3: they wanted to hurt you, they'd throw something besides a cat ball. Come on.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't that the truth?
3: <laughs> I, I'm sitting in the murder room of our new home, which is the real Ditto House Inn, built in 1841. Uh, huh. If you Google the Ditto House Inn, uh, you'll see most haunted house in Kentucky. Really, peace and I live. So, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, so, are you yeah. guys? You guys? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys. Uh, probably. You guys do inve- Let people do investigations there. Then I'm assuming. No,
3: we just got moved in here a little over a month ago, and we're trying to. We got a 17 year old son here. You know, this is this is home. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, you know, now our friends come over, like Todd Eskew, the Black Wolf Paranormal, uh, just. Heck, we've had T-Dog here. We've had several yeah. people here. Um, and we'll do a little impromptu walk around and, and, you know, maybe go dark and go not lights out and just see what happens <laughs> for a while. But we don't, uh, we don't do any investigations. Uh, we yeah. run reporters every now and then ourselves. You never know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I try not to do nothing at my house. I, I really don't. We, like I told Grizzly and some of these people, no, I, I, uh we collect old toys,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, nineteen thirties and stuff like that, and and other things too. You know, antiques, and I just I ask them to leave spirits get out, don't come into my house, stuff like that. So far, enough, they haven't had anything weird, but I'm not about to to fire anything up in here. You, you don't want to push the
2: envelope,
1: exactly. I, get I, don't, I don't need that crap.
0: <laughs> what about you, Grizz? I know I got four more that came in today, and uh, they did a spirit saw so- uh, a spirit box session, and uh, Virginia Virginia came up, and uh, five people I think five people in the chat room were in from the state from Virginia. They're like, wouldn't that be funny, Grizzly, if those dolls came from Virginia? And I'm like, what? So I had to look. And guess what? They came from Virginia. So (laughs) that freaked me out. So, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So, (laughs) hmm.
3: Interesting. So, so tell us about uh, Fort Duffield. All right. um, Denise and I have just signed a contract with the city of West Point to start doing private investigations at Fort Duffield, which is a Civil War fort here that uh, for a long time was part of Fort Knox. Uh, military reserve and then they turned it over to the city of west point to use as a park and it's um, it's kind of amazing really (laughs) it's a there's there's a memorial cemetery up there with uh, i believe there's 36 stones in the cemetery but there was a mass grave up there with 48 bodies in the grave from the civil war um it's um it's an earthen fort it's the largest and best preserved earthen fort uh, that's known to be in the, con- in the country from the Civil War. And it is active. I mean, we have had, we've had one private investor. I mean, we just started doing these and we've only had one group come through for a private investigation so far. We got more booked, but only one yeah. group's actually had their night up there. And they had an active night. They were convinced that they had a Bigfoot stalking them near the cemetery. Oh, Uh, Denise and I were up there with Greg Bakken and Char Savoy and Kim Savoy. And we are pretty sure that we had a Bigfoot come out of the woods there by the cemetery. Uh, We weren't looking for that. You know, we were up there as ghost hunters. And just like our first... Bigfoot encounter that we ever had. We were at a cemetery looking for spirit activity and a dang Bigfoot came out of the woods on us. Um, So it's got a lot of, I mean, just a lot of different types of activity up there. It's a beautiful sight. I mean, it is, uh, I don't know, it's just really scenic. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's up on top of a hill, secluded in the woods, overlooking the town of West Point, the Ohio River, it's
1: really nice. Up there. Well, you know, you know, you got a, uh, a diehard, avid Bigfoot
0: uh, researcher right here that we're talking to right now, Mr. Grizzly. You <laughs> know how many times I've been through West Point, whether it was flooded, uh, OWI, DUI checkpoints, and all that other stuff on the way to Rough River? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I used to live in PRP, so I'm very yeah. familiar with West Point.
3: yeah, yeah, I, it's it's a really cool, forgotten town, really. Um, mm-hmm. I mean there is a whole lot of history in this town. I mean, you know, out in front of my house, just next door to my house, there's a historical marker where the John Shields, who was the blacksmith and gunsmith during the Lewis and Clark expedition, he lived there. I mean, two doors down, there's there's more historic markers. There's historic markers all down the street, and a lot of folks just you know drive right by West Point and never get off the highway in this town to come back in here and see what's here. There's it, this town's really got a lot of cool stuff to see, and and uh, I don't know. I just we're trying to do what we can since we moved down here to help bring a little attention to the town because it's it's a really cool place
1: no no that's awesome and then uh so let me ask you this why did you guys decide to or did you just did you hear about that place the or the, the fort duffield or did you actually hunt it
3: a couple times or i i used to go up there and go walking years ago because uh, there's some really nice walking trails around there and uh, i'd always known about fort duffield and i'd heard different stories about you know people having experiences or you know thinking it might be haunted whatever and then when uh we found this house and moved down here it just seemed like a logical thing to ask if they if they offered investigations and come to find out they were offering and there was a guy that was offering investigations but they weren't private investigations you would go up there and basically be on a public ghost hunt with him running it. And so I went to the, the city and the people that run Fort Duffield and I said, Hey, we can do this better. We can make more money. Um, if you, if we open it up for private investigations, maybe have some public events from time to time, but open it up to private investigations and see what, see what happens. And they were all for it. So here we are. Um, you know, we've got, we're open seven days a week, uh, no difference in the price. It's $400 a night for up to 10 people, which, you know, is pretty reasonable, I think. And that's a 12-hour investigation from 7 p.m. till 7 a.m. So.
1: No, oh, that's cool. awesome, man. Uh, that price is, is actually is, is right on target, I think. You know, you see, and you've, you've learned this, too, since COVID, everything just jacked up. and, and Oh, yeah. Uh, it's hard to find i always always thought that if you're going to go hunt with your group and we never we don't charge people to hunt with us with that paranormal unless you know it's like that it's 400 bucks and we take 10 people six of us are already in the group right, right. so we're not really doing a public hunt we might have somebody's son or daughter come with us you know something like that and we just split the cost evenly amongst each other but there's some places uh you know as you know 100 bucks to get in now it's like Oh, yeah. Two years ago, you were 30. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard to, you know, it's, it's an entertainment thing. I get it. But, but still, you know, I don't like trying to rip people off in any way, shape, or form. So that's a great price.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We, we did our best to keep the price as low as we could. I mean, it's, if, if you come, you'll see that the fort's in need of a lot of repairs and that costs mm-hmm. money. You know, I mean, and this city, you know, Chris can tell you, uh, it's, it's not a rich city. Uh, No,
0: it's not.
3: It's a poor little town. And so there's not a whole lot of money down at city hall to be shelling out to, you know, rebuild the replica cabins or, you know, redo the walkways or anything like that. There's not a lot of money there. So we're doing everything we can to put money back into the fort to try to help save that piece of history. I mean, enough of our history has been destroyed or done away with um, for various reasons. No,
1: and we, we want to save what we can, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like Grizzly, we talked a little bit before this. Is, uh, Grizzly's mom worked at uh, the Waverly, Waverly. Yeah. yeah. Back when he was a kid, he said she used to, what, bubblegum machines
0: and all that? He used to mess around yeah, in that? uh Yeah, I used to get bubblegum out of the vending machine. And when she was a child, she used to play in the death tunnel, the body shoot. Uh uh, her dad was a city of police officer, or local police, uh-huh. and uh, her uncle, which was her dad's brother, flew the helicopter for Jefferson County Police. Cool. And he always used to fly the helicopter land in the backyard in PRP, and they got a picture of it in the Courier Journal because somebody got upset they kept landing the helicopter in the neighborhood because they always used to land. His last name wasn't house. Ford, was it? McNeil. McNeil. Okay. All right. So,
1: yeah. Uh, who
3: are you talking
0: about? <laughs> so
1: I only I only only brought that up because I know you're both very familiar with that place, and we don't have to talk about it. If you guys don't want it right now,
0: but, uh, <laughs> but you guys yeah, are both- then Watch this. Uh, how many times you eat at Mike Lennox? Uh
3: I've worked at Mike Lennox three times. Saying three different times. Go. So yeah, <laughs> I've been there, there a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds so, like I'll have to head down that way.
3: Yeah, Mike yeah. <laughs> is good. When you come to investigate Fort Duffield, Tracy, stop mm-hmm. at Mike lennox on your way and make sure you get there early because it's crowded and busy on the weekends if you come on a weekend. But it's world famous for fish. I mean it's it's a great place. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I I live up by St. Louis, East Alton mm-hmm. or Alton, Illinois. You know, Alton's got a lot of stuff up here too. Oh yeah. Um You know, but once you've hunted all that, you want to find other places, and it it seems like they're all at least five hours away. You know, don't get me wrong. I know there's smaller places, but they're all at least five hours away, and I work my regular job during the week, you know, and it's just hard on a weekend to get away five hours. I want to go to the Bell Mansion. I'd love to go there, see Ricky, and Mm -hmm. hang out with him for a little bit, and, you know, that's almost six hours away from here. Uh, Come to go down and see Grizzly. We've never even met in person, you know. Uh, just It's just so far away, but. But I think yeah, uh, I got to make time, you know, once a month or once every couple months to get to those places and, and start hitting them. We have we've we've been doing some private hunts and it's been probably a month and a half since the last one, and yeah. we're talking about doing some more. We need to get get out and and I might hit you guys up for some locations, maybe you know, like you're saying Fort Northfield. If I can talk them all into coming down, we'll we'll head there and yeah.
3: get grizzly yeah. to come
1: with us. Yeah, another
2: one.
3: We've got a public event coming up August 5th that's $50 a person. And we've got the one and only Squatchman, Greg Yost, who's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Todd and yes. Eskew from, from Southern Black- Indiana. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, Todd Leanne Eskew from the Black Wolf will be there, and Denise mm-hmm. and myself. And we're going to do some ghost hunting and Bigfoot hunting up there. Since we've had several Bigfoot experiences since we've been going up there, we're going to see what see what we can find when we get the squatch man up there and well we're
1: heading to london that week oh excuse so. me
3: i'm sorry yeah i <laughs> gotta go to the tower of london to investigate. Oh, sorry. My wife I've, got, I've got sixth century castles <laughs> to investigate yeah i wish no actually <laughs> uh, you know so somebody, Ernie. Man, that,
0: do you have any gray poop on now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so Ernie, I don't know if you're, you're familiar with FDL Paranormal. They're they're from over there and across the pond themselves. If you ever get a chance, you ought to look them up and uh, start talking to them. They got some. They're they're really big into the, uh, you know, just like we are. They're into respect mm-hmm. aspect of it, you know. And and Mike, I know you're watching because you just waved and all that. But uh, Mike Lewis is his name and but they're really big into the respect of the, of the paranormal field itself and they're into helping people and stuff like that. I think, you know, uh, you you guys would get along great. Definitely. I mean, they come over here, they, they said every once in a while and, and, but our goal is we are going to hunt with them one night while we're there. That's our goal. So.
3: That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. We talked about this year, we were planning a trip to Europe and maybe going to Scotland, Ireland, you know, England and try to hit a couple of, locations over there while we're there. But, uh, then we, this house came on the market and it was like, well, no, we got to buy a yeah. house. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. That one up, you know, it's a, got a historic marker right on the front door. Come on. You can't.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 No kidding. But yeah, if you ever do go over there, that'd be a good group to talk. I, w- I would recommend talking to they're, they're, they're good people. Uh, yeah, that's our, I think next year, that's our goal is to go to Scotland and, uh, and Ireland. To, we are going we that's our goal is to make it over there. So. Yeah. Do. do at least one I lo- I want to do one castle before I'm dead. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just I want to stay in it and sleep over yeah. and do whatever.
3: <laughs> I want to so. I want to go to Dracula's castle to be honest. I want to oh, yeah? Romanian and, and check that out. Uh, but that
1: would be neat.
3: Yeah. <laughs> are there I don't know package deals that you can buy for like I mean it's not cheap, but it's like $4,500 where you, you go there and like three other, you know, iconic locations, uh, around, you know, Europe, England, Rome, you know, that, you know, it's like going around new England up here, you know, you can go to oh, five yeah. different States in a day, you Yeah, know, you go to five different countries in a day over there. Uh, but they've got some package deals that are like $4,500 that would, you know, I mean, if you planned ahead for it and made it, the, made it your vacation, I mean, yeah. it would be awesome. It'd be, a, you know, like a bucket list kind of thing to do. And we've talked yep. about maybe doing
1: that. Yeah, no, man, if you guys end up doing that, let me know. We, we, we might piggyback with you. <laughs> All right. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. You still there?
0: still there, Chris? Oh, absolutely. I'm just keeping up with everybody's comments here. They're just flooding in on Ernie and everybody's saying hello. Hello and Transylvania and I want to go and <laughs> Edinburgh Vaults. Yes, yeah. and uh, so yeah. Well,
3: hey, like the, I don't know who all these people are, but hey, Ernie, whoever you are, Facebook user. Hey, Facebook user. Yeah. Well, for <laughs> some know, reason, old man was for me. I'm probably the oldest guy on the screen, though. So, hey, other Facebook user.
1: Well, a yeah. lot of those I, I remember back with that paranormal. For some reason. It would show, uh, it won't show their names if they're commenting, but I don't really see any comments on that one. So it's got to be a different uh, program then. Unless it's on paralinked, people are commenting there. I'm not sure. but We've
3: got it shared to Pac Man Paranormal and uh, I don't know, a couple other places here too.
1: I know Grizz is on quite a few uh, stations. Yeah we're, yeah, we're on quite a few. I don't. I don't know nothing about any of that stuff, man. I hate to I say no. I'm co-creator of a website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. you know? yeah. I just, yeah. My buddy does did the, you know, the website itself, but I, you know, I just, I, it's all way above my head. I'm just, it is, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad Chris knows all this stuff because I would never be able to do this on my own. There's no way I'd even be able to start it. Chris, Chris was kind enough to to ask me to do this with him. So I said, thank you very much. So we have just been rolling with it since we've done what about 10 shows now I think 10 or 12 Yeah 10 or 12
0: or more yeah absolutely
1: Yeah we've had some really good guests on and and uh, you know every every week it seems to get get even better you know it's a, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty cool We had uh, uh Jeff uh Schuch- Schachtler pronounce it right from uh, Warren uh the Warren Legacy Foundation he was on yes. one of these it was, it was it was a it was a good one too he's really really informative it's you know uh That's that's pretty cool. So. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I'm waiting for Chris. Oh, sorry. Good.
3: Go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: No. no, I'm waiting on Chris to to say time to time to play our
0: our break video. (laughs) I'm just waiting on you guys. I'm I'm not in a hurry. Y'all doing real good. But ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this commercial. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Paranormal Plus with Grizzly and Tracy Enman. Hello, Jody. Welcome, Facebook users. And we got Pac Man Paranormal, Sandro, Zepdiel, Paranormal, and everybody. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's not too far from where I'm at. I'm right outside Louisville there. So, yeah, I know exactly where he's at, West Point, Kentucky. Y'all need to check him out. Absolutely. Yeah, I see you backstage, Kelly. You'll be next time. Hang tight with me, Kelly.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, I saw him at T Dog, and he's going to come on here in the next couple of weeks too. So, cool.
2: cool.
1: He's, he's a pretty good guy, man. I, I know you guys. Uh, you guys hunt a lot together, uh, uh, but he came up to Alton a couple times, and, and I hung out with him for a little bit. And then uh, the you know the Sleepless Unrest where we met, he came up there, and, and uh, him and Ricky, and, and uh, yeah, just his all around decent guy, you know. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he, he's really, he's
1: really growing in the, in the community too.
3: He is. He's uh he's starting to finally get some of the credit he deserves and uh, the recognition he deserves. Uh, um, I've always, I've known him for quite a while. Uh, <laughs> I see what Denise commented there. Ernie's the voice of Pac-Man. I'm the brains.
1: she's not going to vacation for the paranormal either she said no
3: no she vacation is vacation we go to salem every year for vacation and we don't ghost hunt or anything while we're up there it's like huh come on (laughs) but uh we do a lot of witchy stuff but we don't ghost hunt yeah (laughs) but uh i forget where i was going before she jumped in with that comment
1: Oh, we were talking about, uh, I think we are talking about T uh, uh, T-Dog. D-O.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, I've known him since uh, he was with things and they did an event uh, at Waverly, I don't know, six or seven years ago, something like that. And uh, that was the first time I met T-Dog and uh, he's just, I mean, he's, he's like a brother. I mean, he's, he's a good guy, you know, he's, he's never yeah. done us wrong and uh, he, he, Supports everybody else in the field. Doesn't have anything bad to say about people. Uh, I like the guy. Yeah.
1: That's what I noticed about him, too. So so how long have you been doing this, the paranormal?
3: I really jumped in with both feet. Um, probably around 97, 98, something like that. Oh, wow. Um, I started a website back in the early days of websites uh called true paranormal Uh, and what i would do is i'd have people send me their ghost stories and if i thought that it was legit you know because i'd question them i'd I'd scrutinize it and everything and and then i'd I'd post it and we'd talk about it and talk about you know and it, it was just kind of a You know you'd post something and then have a chat about it kind of thing you know it was was like a facebook page for paranormal back then and uh then when i got the chance to go to work at waverly hills the first thing i did up there was work in the haunted house um i mean i had taken tours up there once tina and charlie got it and started doing the tours uh i think they started tours in like 2002 or something like that i'd taken tours and gone on public overnights and things like that up there and i kept hounding tina i was like i was like you know if you ever need any help just say so and uh you know never got a chance and then one year she said well we need help in the haunted house i'm like i'm in you know it's a foot in the door you know i jumped on it I'm like i'm in yeah so i was a zombie cop in the haunted house with a zombie canine cop <laughs> And uh, then after the haunted house ended you know at the end of Halloween season, I said. Well, now what do I do? <laughs> and she's yeah. like, well, "That's it." And I said, "No, I'm I'm not going." <laughs> you know, I basically, just kept coming up there and kept coming up there, and eventually, I was a tour guide, and then hosted the overnights, and did that for a long time. I worked on and off two or three different stints over the years, or three or four different stints over the years. Yeah, and. You know, it's uh, it's a place that'll always be in my heart. But I mean, I've I've traveled all over investigating. You know, met a lot of people while I was working at Waverly that were, you know, that had teams and went to different locations, and they would invite me. Yeah. Here with us, come here with us, and when I could, I did. And so now that Denise and I have our own team, we we do that ourselves. We go.
1: That's that's a great way to learn, ain't it? going yeah, with all those different yeah. groups, a lot of uh, diversity in your... Yeah, yeah. That, that's awesome. Now, you still have that zombie uh, canine police outfit. Denise makes you wear that sometimes, don't she? No. <laughs> <gasps> no.
0: Tracy, you... Come on, Denise, tell, tell the truth. There. Tell the truth. I <laughs> cannot believe me. <laughs> I yeah.
3: see Sandro's asking, what are my personal experiences that made me get into this field? Yeah. Um, I grew up in a house where we had activity all the time. Um, my grandmother was very spiritual, very much a believer. Um, and, uh, I believed her, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that's half of having an experience is believing in it to begin with. Um, you know, if, if you go in thinking, oh, there's no such thing as ghosts, you're probably not going to have an activity, any activity, you know, but, uh. I don't know. I just, I've had a lot of experiences over the years. And then, you know, I was a bit of a explorer as a kid. I mean, if there was an abandoned building, I was going through it. You know, uh, there was an old mill down, uh, down past right by Doe Valley. If you know where I'm talking about, Chris, remember the old mill that used to be on Doe Run Creek? Oh yes. That was right across from the family farm down there. And we used to go over there all the time and, and check that that old grist mill before it collapsed. And, uh, but it was haunted as it could be. And, you know, there'd be like six kids in there from nine to 13 years old. And we'd come running out screaming and go back to the family picnic and tell everybody there, you know, that whatever happened and they would just think we were a bunch of kids being crazy. And it's like, no, that really happened, you know. So I don't know. I've just always always been drawn to it.
0: So Stanley stones wants to know, have you ever taken anything home with you? Yeah.
3: My life. Uh-huh. I got hurt. But no, I, yeah, we've definitely had, had activity that, that's followed us home. Um, I have Denise has, we, we've definitely had that happen over the years and I think it's, it's possible for any of us, uh, anytime i mean we do our best to you know wear protection denise has made these ead stones i don't know if you guys ever heard of those but they're protection uh, stones. hold
0: on hold that back up here i'm going to blow you up here and i'm
3: going to ha! there you go boom yeah nice these these stones we made she made those for protection because we had a um a bit of a butthole uh, I'm not going to say, uh, malevolent spirit or anything beyond that even, but a guy who was a bit of a butthole in the lobby at Waverly that was, uh, affecting a lot of people negatively. And like I said, Denise is a witch. So she whipped up a concoction of various herbs and crystals and brick dust and lots of good protective things, put them in resin. And we all started carrying these and they work. But still it can happen. I mean, you, oh, you well, can get an attachment or holy water. Yeah, we've we yeah. got we I mean we could we've got everything that we would need to perform an exorcism except the knowledge and permission from the Vatican. <laughs> we've got <laughs> we've got all the all the utensils. I do too. Well
1: <laughs> trust me I sure do yeah that uh Sandra Sandro said isn't that a Ouija marker That's kind of what it looked like to me whenever he held yeah, it up
3: it's, it's made like a planchet uh, mm-hmm. It's in the shape of a planchet That's uh, neat yeah they're, they're they're cool and they work um I mean we've <laughs> I can't tell you how many people we would have at Waverly that just would become someone other than themselves. If you know what I'm saying on an oh, investigation, yes. we take them outside, have them hang on to this, get them grounded and, you know, centered and all that stuff and just hold on to the stone and you just see them come back, you know, oh, mean, it, that's works. Awesome. it works.
0: Grizzly I'm power like, washes his house with holy water. You're not, <laughs> not want to know, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's a long story. Here we go with the grizzly jokes. You know, he someone's up,
3: I'm the best guy I'd ever tag yourself dag on it because I'm, <laughs> you're my best friend, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you, go.
1: there you go. Well, I was, I was talking with a, we, we had a good article on a paralink.com about holy water and a dehumidifier. If it just sits there and just always puts out holy water all the time, is it, is it technically doing its job? It's just a, Discussion topic. If you guys ever uh, in a group talking about it, I don't know. It was, it was actually pretty cool. We had a couple it of cool. Like cheap.
3: It.
1: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's always, it's, just, like it's, o- it's always blown out,
3: you know. I th- yeah, I think that. I mean, I think that just like any protect protection that we use, uh, you know, be it something like this or crystals or whatever, I think there has to be an intent of purpose. You know. Definitely spoken or you know at least focused on each time you know if you're just sitting there randomly going about your day and expecting a humidifier with holy water in it to protect yep. you while you're not focused on that aspect of things i don't think it's going to do you much good if that I, I
1: agree with you i agree 100 with you <laughs>
0: absolutely absolutely
1: well is there uh what do you think chris you got you said you had another person on there Amy?
0: Yeah, whenever whenever uh, Ernie's ready, I'm not in no hurry. Kelly's backstage. Okay, I do not – I don't yeah, like to rush people with, No, I, uh, Ernie's having a good time. Uh, uh-huh. I wouldn't mind hooking up with Ernie down the road too and getting together, especially with Greg Ghost. Uh, you guys are close. World of, close. Yeah, I think yeah. the world of Greg Ghost, so yeah.
3: Small world,
0: so yeah. Yeah, he's
3: – he calls me. Uh, he says I'm a world-renowned paranormal investigator on the cutting edge, <laughs> and he's my best friend. And he's he's just full of uh, full of good things to say about me. And I, I can't. I, I feel the same way about him. And he was here for family cookout uh, day before yesterday for the holiday. Uh, he's just a great guy that everybody needs to. Everybody needs to know Greg Yost. That's all I can say. <laughs> One yeah, of the I always
0: tell people whatever he says, you can take it to the bank, ladies and gentlemen.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Especially about the forest people. I mean, there's nobody that has a relationship with the forest people like Greg Yost.
0: That is I correct.
3: Mean, we, I don't know if you heard about his epic encounter where seven trees got pushed over. Yes. That was with me and Denise and our daughter, Cora. Really? And we witnessed that and it happened. I mean, that is not a bullshit story. Uh, That happened. And it was incredible. I mean, he asked him to. And, you know, he was getting ready to move to Washington State and thought that might be his last time in that particular forest. And so he walked out there to the woods like he does. And he's, you know, he's like, my friends, I want to see your power. Show me something epic. This might be my last time here with you. Do something epic for me, please. I beg of you. And we're standing there, and I'm looking at him like, this guy is nuts. And then I hear,
2: boom, (laughs) (laughs) boom.
3: I mean, seven trees all around us. I mean, at a safe distance, you know, they weren't threatening or anything like that. But seven trees got pushed over when he asked them to do something epic. And that was just mind-blowing, you know? I mean it's life-changing. It's like, okay. Yeah, this guy's this guy's got he's gonna make to go a lever
1: out of you on it. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So he was talking to Nick Valente
0: and uh, he was talking to him about uh, Bigfoot and Sasquatch. And Nick was like, right. Hey! You got Dog Man. Greg's like, what? He's like, yeah. Look at your pictures. And Greg <laughs> had no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Greg's he's, like, that, oh that my god. picture gosh. of Dog
3: Man that he's got is probably the best Dog Man picture you'll ever see. I
0: think. Yep. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm like right smack in the middle where everybody's located. And that, see, I'm actually uh, was um, in law enforcement in Indiana. I moved to, to Kentucky. I'm actually from Kentucky mm-hmm. and moved to Lexington. And I am just moved from Lexington back to Route right Louisville. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so I'm back in town. So I moved my studio. So I'm real excited. From,
3: from Valley Station right there off East Pages Lane, Timothy Hills neighborhood.
0: Yeah. From See, there I, I lived off Hinchbrook back in the uh, early, late 98, I lived at
3: 99. Hinchbrook Boulevard for a while.
0: Back in the late '90s, yeah. Oh, you well, you you had to know me then. I yeah, might have set your,
3: set your shed on fire, to be honest.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a lot of bottle rocket wars. Did you hear a lot uh, of gunshots? What's that? Did you hear a lot of gunshots at night? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, a, that that was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, that there was, was me. A jerk
3: on the street. I could, I didn't know who it was, but there was that
0: a- was <laughs> me. <laughs> Yeah, that is hey, every time I got it every every time I got a new pistol at, at Junior's, I left the <laughs> VFW post. That was at <laughs> one or two o'clock in the morning. I was like, Yeah, not wasting, not wasting No, you know, come on. <laughs> Open up the side door and call blam. That was me on Henchbrook, ladies and gentlemen.
3: <laughs> I probably called the cops on you a dozen times.
0: Oh yeah, you know they always showed up, and I'm always offering a beer. They, didn't, are you shooting? Hell yeah, that was me.
1: I ain't
2: gonna
0: lie. So, I used to do some crazy stuff back then. Small world, isn't it? Yes, it is. Sure. Is. And then you became a cop, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so the good thing about the uh, that fort that you're at, uh I guess you're able to, you, you, you know, most cemeteries are not allowed to go in after dusk. Right. So, so now that you you basically lease it or own it or whatever you're, you you can go in there anytime then.
3: Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's awesome. This, like you said,
1: 12 hour yeah. shifts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have the place from 7 PM until 7 AM. The park is open to the public during daylight hours Mm-hmm. So, you know, as long as it's daylight, there could be some random person straggling through, but we keep an eye on it. Once it gets dark, if you're not paid to be there, you're not there. You know, we, yeah. we uh, there's, if you ever go, you'll see there's a chain at the bottom of the hill that prevents people from getting up to the fort. And I usually park down there right there by that chain and just sit there while the groups up on the hill investigating to make sure no. that one, you know, yeah interrupts
1: one thing we always ask uh, everybody that's on here uh, ghost hunting wise is what's your favorite piece of equipment what's your go-to just you huh
3: i mean we everything that i've gotten my best evidence with is right here you know i mean a good camera a good audio recorder that's where you're going to get your best evidence you know a rim pod lighting up is cool and it can give you an indication that you might have some activity, but it can also give you an indication that someone's keying a two-way radio, you know? I mean, there's so many things that can give a false positive to all of our ghost hunting equipment. Uh, You know, even even the SB seven, which is, you know, my go-to for that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, you know, a lot of times you just get a random radio transmission through there that might happen to fall in line with what you're saying. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, you can get good evidence with it, too. And, I mean, hell, we have gotten direct responses that were impossible to say were random using the app Necrophonic. I wasn't a believer in any apps whatsoever, Never. ever. I was like, it's garbage. It says right on there for entertainment purposes only. Well, this doesn't. You know, Necrophonic doesn't say that. <laughs> You know, if you pay for the, the real version of it. And we were at Old Stone Jail in Franklin, Kentucky. And there's a story of a an inmate who was killed in one of the cells. This the last cell on the left at the jail. And was back there with Todd Leanne Eskew and Denise. And I believe Zach Eskew and Haley, his girlfriend, were there. And anyway... I asked, when did this happen to you? We didn't know. And um, the necrophonic said February 8th. So I went to Billy Wilkerson of Whiskey Tango Foxtrot Paranormal. He's the one that runs those stone jail investigations. And I asked him, I said, does the date February 8th mean anything? He said, I don't know. I said, well, we were back in that cell. And, you know, I told him the story. And he's like, well, let me go look, see what I can find. He comes running back down the hall to me, waving a piece of paper. He's like, you got to see this. I mean, his his eyes were this big. And, you know, if you know Billy, it was very animated for him because he's real laid back and calm. But he's like, you got to see this. And we look. It's a newspaper article from, uh, I'm sorry, Thursday, February 13th. 1956, I think. And it said, This past Saturday night, an inmate was found shot at the Simpson County Jail. So if you go back from Thursday, the 13th, to that past Saturday night, that was February 8th. Wow. We'd gotten that date through Necrophonic. I mean, clear as a bell, there was no question. And we had, like I say, none of us that were there had any clue that February 8th meant anything. Hmm. Yeah. So.
2: You know,
1: you know, I can't anymore. i you was a believer. So, and and that's a, that's proof that you really, when you're investigating, that's why it called, it's called investigating. Exactly. You know, you, you have to. It's it's not going to. You may, like you said, you think you got something, but then it's you know, you you really have to dig into a lot of stuff. You know, uh, and and when and Chris have talked about it before, and and you're aware you could do a hunt. For twelve hours and maybe get three things out of it, you know. It's, it, right. it's it, And you look at the video for you know, like Ghost Adventures, or whatever. For example, you know they're probably three days on a on a uh, shoot to get yeah, just that like half hour show,
3: you know. I know, but for they, the do back, they, they do go back. They do edit of those like, productions. I know for a fact. A lot of times they're there for a week. Yeah, and they might get one thing on Monday night, something else on Wednesday night, something else on Thursday night. And then they put the show together, and down in the corner of the screen, it'll say like 104 a.m. 232 a.m. You know, with each piece of evidence yeah. that they show. Well, they didn't don't tell you that there was three days between the 142 and the 238 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I no, don't I'm know that works. I mean, we spend as ghost hunters, paranormal researchers, whatever you want to call us, we spend more time sitting in the dark with. Nothing going on yep. than we do getting evidence. And that's what makes it so cool when you do get that piece of evidence. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, I don't know. I always say it's like hunting or fishing. You know, I mean, right you sit there in a tree stand for hours, freezing your tail right. off for days, weeks, whatever. And then that big buck finally comes along. It's like it made it, yeah. it'll bring you back next year to do the same thing, you know
1: you know i am just as guilty as the next person i would say as far as following up after the, the investigation going through the your film going through everything you know uh, we went and stayed at a, a mansion uh, the limp mansion over in st mm-hmm. louis spent the night in that room with, where the guy where one of them killed themselves whatever and, and i i had old cassette recorder and i i set it in there press play you know it stayed on for an hour you know then i wake up a couple hours later then i flip it over you know press play And then I started realizing how nice the digital ones are (laughs) you can just, you know, when it catches something, you can just press and it'll go to a sound, you know. Right, right. You know, I got halfway through that one side and I'm like, God dang it, (laughs) you know. And then you put it up and I'm going to go back in in another day and listen to it, you know, and (laughs) and it it probably took me three weeks to listen to all that, you know. right. Uh, you know, but like for us, uh, we found a piece of evidence that we didn't even know existed was uh, if you ever go to Paralink.com, you can look at it. It's uh, at Ashmore States, the tricycle moving on its own.
2: Really? We,
1: we asked for an hour up there and everything's lighting up. Everything's going off, you know, going off like crazy. And, and then it just stopped. And we were doing a Facebook Live and Tom Scundridge, his daughter, was the one that was videoing us. And she had it, the phone like this looking at us we all decided to go to break and she moved it just like that on this on the tricycle not realizing it mm-hmm. well, we walk out and Tom sent me the next day he's like look at this and it was a edit edit or not edit he went to that spot and he saw that thing just go backwards and I thought wow that's pretty cool you know yeah. Yeah. I
3: was a
1: skeptic for certain up until that time
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of thing will make you a believer yeah yeah it, it, made it was different. thrilled to see that himself wasn't he do up robin terry was probably oh yeah yeah. There too, wasn't he?
1: yeah yeah he was a good guy He he's
3: one of the best out there too I mean,
1: yeah yeah they're uh uh we wanted to stay the night or, you know we stayed for a long time we wanted to stay in that little cabin outside but we, we, mm-hmm. we just decided to drive home but yeah that's actually a really fun place to hunt too so yeah
3: yeah and it's a good value too i mean that's a
1: really good value for for what yeah. you get yeah definitely definitely yeah <laughs> yeah we,
3: we love ashmore and I mean, Robin sent us his uh, insurance release, you know, his waiver that he has people sign at Ashmore for us to basically copy and make it our own for Fort Duckfield oh, right. because, you know, we were, Denise asked him, she's like, you know, we, we've never done this. What do you suggest? Yeah. I said, how about I just send you mine and you can just customize it to fit your location? So that's what we did. I mean, he's just, he's that's a good guy. Honor.
1: Yeah, we went up there another time with uh, uh, Nick Groff and Daniel Kloss. We're, we're having a ghost hunt up there. We went up there and hung out with them. That's pretty cool. Super nice guys. Yeah. You know? I, I message Daniel every once in a while. He always replies, so that, that's cool. You know. We'll as- be
3: seeing them uh, next weekend at the Gettysburg Bash. We're going up oh. there. We're going to have a booth for for Fort Duffield. And um, I don't know if you've seen the lineup for the bash, but a lot of great a lot of great folks going to mm-hmm. be there. Cool. Dag on it! And Brian and Rochelle are going to be there. We'll probably have to put up with them. Hopefully, Brian doesn't hurt himself.
1: Anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! They're from my neck of the wood right here. Yeah,
3: yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We were in Vegas when he had the famous escalator incident and destroyed his knee. He
2: oh, yeah. was
3: trying to run up the steps to get lunch. <laughs> we had we had gone down and gotten him lunch, him and Rochelle lunch. And we were coming back up the escalator, and he passed us going down the escalator. He turned around, tried to run back up the escalator. Brian doesn't have good luck with stairs. And <laughs> he destroyed his knee on that.
1: Yeah. Now, you know, you think with uh, being so close and in uh, the vicinity of each other, I, I probably met him twice.
3: Really? And,
1: and uh, now I, I, I saw Rochelle at the uh, DMV one time, you know, a couple of years ago and, and talked to her. It's actually just like a week after that uh, sleepless unrest uh, yeah. thing at the Wildy, you know, and, and uh, yeah, they're they're both super nice people. Just. They are.
3: They're awesome, and they're a riot too. I mean, you guys oh, need to have them on the show sometime. They are.
1: Just yeah, crazy. that's a, I was gonna reach out to them here as we as we continue to to pursue this endeavor.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're a blast. I mean, they they play off each other so well.
1: Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. That is good. That's a good deal. <laughs>
0: But Sandra wants to know, what do you guys think about seeing big orbs?
3: Well, if you see it with your eyeballs, I think you might actually have some activity. Now, we saw one last, uh, well, night before last at the port. Um, Denise, myself, and Squatchman um, saw one. So much of the video and photographic evidence of orbs out there can so easily be debunked. If you spend any time at all watching IR footage or know anything at all about photography, most of the time, I mean, 99.5% of the orbs I've seen posted as evidence as, you know, from photos or video, I can sit there and say, that's a bug. That's a that's a cobweb. That is moisture. That's a lens flare. Because I've spent countless hours sitting watching IR cameras doing security at Waverly Hills. And I see all that stuff on all these cameras constantly. And you you figure out what it is eventually. Because, you know, you'll see at Waverly, you know, you're at Waverly Hills. You see something that looks like an orb. You're like, oh, my gosh, I think I got something on camera. And then, you, you know, you look a little closer. You might even go up and look at the camera and you see this little cobweb just kind of dangling back and forth, you know? Oh, that's what it was.
1: I've only seen a few, uh, my brother's old house. I'm telling you they and this only a couple years ago, he caught on film and there was probably about five of them and they were different colors and bouncing back and forth and just not bounce, but sling change direction, come back, change. And it's so quick. It couldn't have been dust. And then, uh, so I'm, I'm confident that those were. Now it's, that's just mm-hmm. my eyeballs, I right? in my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: uh, I did, uh, and I talked to Grizzly about this before. On one of our last hunts, we did have a uh, an orb. You can see it come from the, the top of the room. And it's in a 1800s mansion. It's original furniture. And there's this hutch there that, our shiffer robe, that you, you had to really pull to open it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, we tested it before we, we did anything there. And you can see this orb. It's it's on our infrared camera in there, and it just flies right down to that handle. And as soon as it hits that handle, that door opens, just hmm. creaks open. You know what I mean? And, and I just can't I can't explain it not being something. Yeah, because you know, I so much want it to not be something, but you know, <laughs> it, 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 it it is. It, it's obvious. It had to be something. So
3: yeah,
1: I tried to debunk it every way I could.
3: What I what I always tell people, and I'm not an expert by any means. Okay. I'm just somebody that's done this stuff for a long time, and I've scrutinized everything that I've done over the years, and I've scrutinized other people. I've been taught by other people. I've learned from other people. But as far as I'm concerned, if an orb is spirit energy, the ones I've seen, and I have seen some. I've seen them at Waverly. I've seen them at other haunted locations. saw one, like I said, just the other night at, at the Ford. They emanate light. I mean, they will light up the area around them. You know, they you'll will. see light on the wall or, you know, like like this. You know, if they go by okay. a wall, you know, it'll light up the wall as it goes by. And if you just see a ball of light in a dark room, it uh, it should light something up if it's a ball of light. Otherwise it's something that the IR is picking up, you know, dust that's being pushed by forced air or whatever, you know, and I mean, that's just, that's my opinion. That's, I could be wrong, but, uh, I don't
1: know. I've had people send me pictures of an orb up close and you can see the face. You ever see a face in an orb?
3: Uh, People always say that and I don't, I just don't, uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily buy into that, to be honest. I mean, you know, if, if somebody if, tells
1: you it's a face, you're going to think
3: face, then, right? Then you're—that's when pareidolia kicks in. Exactly. You know, it's like, oh yeah, there's two dark spots. When I blow it up a thousand percent, and it starts pixelating, there's two dark spots yep. where they could be eyes, and it looks like a chin. So yeah, there's a face. Mm, I think you know you can you can trick yourself into thinking that. Uh, Agree. Denise is asking if I showed the video from the house. Have you seen that, Tracy?
1: I, I don't believe I have.
3: Not uh, Denise, if you could send that to Tracy or somebody while we're on here, they might be able to bring it up on screen. I don't know. It's.
1: I, I'd send it to Grizzly because okay. I, I I would uh, totally. I probably erase us. <laughs> I, <understand. laughs> I, I
3: don't know say. how I could share it with you guys, or I would. But uh, yeah, at the great.
0: bottom, just hit present, and uh, just whatever screen you're on, and just share it that's all either i had or i could share it no big deal
3: well give me just a second here let me see if i can i might i might i hope i don't screw up here but hang on uh denise's dad
0: uh drove the f-150 correct what's that denise's dad that lived on henchbrook didn't she her dad drove the f-150 no
3: that was uh my ex-wife uh okay yeah that was that was my (laughs) ex-father-in-law Woody, I Woody lived two houses down
0: from you. <laughs> I was yep. at nineteen. I yep. lived on the corner.
3: Yeah, I was. I was the last house from the corner on the opposite side of the street from you.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. I, I remember. Small world. I, I, was, I was crazy back then, but that <laughs> those were the old days.
3: <laughs> I can't. I can't figure out how to get get to it on here without losing myself. So.
0: Yeah, I'll just send it to Grizzly Chris on Facebook Messenger, Grizzly Chris, and I'll pop it right up.
3: i got to find it. Hang on. Let's see. I know I've got it on Facebook. Let's see. Hang on. Let's do do. I'm gaining on it. Here we go. I'll pull up my Facebook account real quick. Hang on. I'm the good wife. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what she says.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I have found it. Now I just got to figure out how to send it to you.
1: There are several grizzly chrises.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hang on. It's trying to open here so that I can maybe do something with it. I'll tell you what you could do. It might make it easier and keep me from looking crazy while I'm looking all over the screen trying to, because I got this huge monitor. Uh, Can you go to the Real Ditto House Inn, 1841, Facebook page, and then look for videos, and you'll see a video that's just got a door on it, and it's like a doorway. Do
0: you see that i'm going back to my facebook right now
3: okay
1: it's got a a doorway in it huh yep i see a preservation one
0: i uh, see real pack van paranormal is asking me to join Oh, three hours after we got the keys to our new house? Yes, yeah,
3: that's it. There you go.
1: I'm going to send this to you, Chris. Okay. Oh,
3: Lord. I just got a leg cramp. I just <laughs> <You> shared <laughs> it with you. Yeah. Mm.
1: i send it to both. Oh, I sent it to both your... uh. It's on your page and it's on coming to your uh messenger. I got it. All
3: right, cool. It's it's about a 40 second video. I'll tell you, I'll give you a little intro to it. Like three hours after we got the keys to the house, I was the only one here. Denise was in Indianapolis working, and I was downstairs walking into the kitchen and I heard a door close. And I knew I was the only one here so i walked back into the room where the door had closed found the door walked over to it swung it back and forth tried to figure out why it might have closed couldn't find a reason so i stepped back and went into ghost hunter mode started the video so here you go have you got the sound on
0: yes Oh, I got hit the button. There we go.
3: There you go. All the way. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm gone. How's that? (laughs) I'm out.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: So were you actually videoing that or did you have a camera there that was just
3: I, I, I I stepped back and got my phone out, hit record, <laughs> and I just sat there and was watching happening. And this I so I said me? Yeah. I, I said, Can you close this door, please? This one right here in front of me. And then you see it starts to move. Yep. There you go. And I said, all the way. All the way. And then it goes the rest of the way. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, no, I'm gone. That was good stuff. I mean, I was like, yes, I sent that to Denise immediately, and she's like, oh my God.
1: Your, your next question ought to be could you bring me a million dollars?
3: Yeah, really, really.
1: <laughs> it was obedient.
3: <laughs> really, that was pretty cool.
1: No, that is awesome, man. That's great. That, that, that's good to get the evidence, you know, it, it keeps people believing, you know, yeah, definitely.
3: And, you know, I mean, I, I wasn't ghost hunting. Like I said, I was just trying to clean the house up and get it ready for when she got home from Indianapolis, you know. So, so what,
1: what did you, did you notice something before that, that made you want to do that?
3: Well, like I said, the door had closed and you know, when I was just walking by, that's right. That's I, walked, I walked through that room into the kitchen. And I heard the door close after I got into the kitchen. So I walked back around the corner and looked yep. and saw what <laughs> the door it was. So I opened it back up, I swung it back and forth. I looked around, you know, I was like, well, there ain't no reason for this to close. So yeah.
1: And that's please, a pretty please, forceful please. close. It's it's not like it's just out of level and 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 came in.
3: Yeah. And like I say, it starts going and then it almost stops. And I said, all the way, please. And then you see it just pick yep. up speed and go the rest of the way and close.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's good evidence,
0: man.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that
0: was real good.
3: Yeah, like Denise said, she has a Civil War boyfriend. She has a, a, a Union soldier that likes to play with her hair, and she's caught him, caught some audio of him and different things. And it happens a lot. I've seen him manifest as a full bodied apparition behind her one time. And now, this place is I mean, like I say, if you Google the Ditto House Inn, yep. it says it's the most haunted house in Kentucky. And we live now. <laughs> we own it.
1: <laughs> no, no, that that's awesome that you guys you guys did that and and you believe because could you imagine being somewhere that no didn't know anything about anything like that and getting in there, it'd be scared. Yeah. <laughs> crapless for they yeah. move right out like the poltergeist or something. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> exactly. They wouldn't stay long. Because there's weird. stuff that happens constantly. I mean, we got a door in our room that keeps opening. Uh, we'll close it at night. I mean, latch it closed. It's closed. Yeah. Wake up the next morning and it's open. It's a door oh, yeah. that goes into a little, a smaller room, which was a nursery back in the day.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And that door keeps opening to the nursery. But there's there's just always something. Wrong. But
1: I, don't know. I grew up in... Uh- my uncle's house was right across the street from a Confederate cemetery. Mm -hmm. And my aunt had lived in that. My great aunt had lived in that house before him and she passed away, but she, she, she hung out a lot in the basement. And we used to say the night there and I'm talking in my teenage years. So it ain't just a ghost story when I was a little kid, you know, you could hear at night after like 10 o'clock till about two in the morning, somebody pacing up and down those steps. And you could, you'd lock. The, we'd put the little bullet lock on it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you could hear. Sometimes you could hear that door just yanking just a little bit, try someone trying to open it, and you're like, "Whoa!" Okay. <laughs> yeah, I say there like twice when that happened. You know, like three months apart. After that, I didn't really stay there anymore. Right. <laughs> I was like, "I'll see you guys at Family reunion. That'd be about right. it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's I funny. Know. I like it though. I mean,
3: when you know, my brother was saying a couple of years ago he was convinced the house he was living in was haunted. I was like, okay, well, I'll be there in a minute.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah.
2: I mean,
3: yeah. I, I like it. I'm drawn to it. Like
1: I said my brother when he uh you know where we saw those those orbs he caught on one camera we went up there 300 probably three times and it, it, was, it was good good stuff you know nothing one hundred percent saying that it was haunted, you know, I couldn't, couldn't say anything like that. Or, you know, there was a spirit there or anything. But, but we did hear a laughter that we couldn't explain. We had it on a, on our, you can go back on the live and you can hear it laughing as we we're walking down the stairs, right where the woman died uh, years ago. And it, there was no houses really close enough by to where you could hear anything like that. And it was like a fainted laugh. It was, it was, it was kind of weird. You know, we did get it on video, but uh yeah. Yeah, there's like I said, I've, I've hunted for about five years now, and and maybe got five, seven
3: things that I can't debunk. Right. Know. Yeah, and so, that's that's us. I mean, we we don't post a lot of evidence. You know, people they they see our page. They see we have this really active, you know, Facebook group and Facebook page, and you know, then we got these other groups. You know, we got the Fort Duffield group. We had the Save Waverly Hills group when that yep. was going on. And they hardly ever see any evidence from us. And we're like, well, you don't get evidence all the time for water. Exactly, exactly. Unless it's something really cool that we can't debunk ourselves, we're not going to put it out there to have everybody in the freaking world saying, oh, it's just dust, or it's just that, or, you know, it's fake, exactly. or whatever. I mean, even that door video, I posted that, and somebody's like, fake? I'm like, you know, I'm no, I, First off, I feel like that's a personal attack because I I have worked hard to build a reputation as someone who is completely legit and tries to get to the bottom of everything, you know, every story that I hear about the paranormal or whatever. Yeah. And when someone says fake and I'm the one that shot the dang video and knows that I'm the only one that was in the house and that just happened exactly the way you see it on the video, it's like... (laughs) come down here and say that to my face, you know?
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I agree, man. I agree. It's a, it is, it can be a personal attack on you too. It's a, yeah, they don't, they don't know you enough to even say that. Right. And unfortunately that's kind of the way it is nowadays with everything. So, you
2: okay. know,
3: everybody
1: has their opinions. And,
3: uh, so opinionated, like you said.
1: And, and it's, it's a social media world now that, you know, thank God for that. Otherwise we wouldn't be doing this. It, it does a lot of good. Just my personal opinion does a lot of good, but it, it also does a lot of bad Now everybody's able to influence other people in, in ways they never were before. And, and that, right. that can be harmful. Yep. So I just try to keep my opinions to myself on anything other than paranormal, you know, and, and music. So.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've got, Very strong political beliefs which are the opposite of my wife uh so we don't talk about politics uh you're right lauren i i I feel that way too (laughs)
2: yep
3: either that or they're just someone who's scared of the paranormal and in total denial of it because of that yeah that's that's what i i mean it used to make some people mad at waverly you know when when i would have a group up there and you know, somebody points at there's the skeptic of the group or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So that's the one who's afraid of the paranormal.
2: You know, Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, that, that's how exactly. I see most skeptics. You're afraid to admit that it's real because it happens every day all around us. If you just open your eyes to it and admit it, it's there.
1: Exactly. Open their mind. They, yeah. they, they, they would, uh, they would understand that there is something out there, you know,
3: yep. uh, I'd hate to think that there wasn't, to be honest.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. And, and and it's been around forever. Yeah. I mean, think about when you were a kid growing up. There's ghost stories that have been around forever, right? And mm-hmm. I guarantee there, you know, witches did exist. You know, they're, they 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 did cast spells. They still do, you know. Uh, Grizzly yeah. and I were talking yeah. with someone about that a couple of weeks ago uh, about that's everything. It
3: fell uh, on me, and that's why we're married now.
1: Mine's <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> well, not even a witch. I'm going to change that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. but, uh, no, it's uh, well, I mean, you know, people talk about it like, uh, well, I'm a Christian. And I don't believe in that. It's like, w- have you read the Bible? Yeah. Because what was the disciples' first question to Jesus when he rose from the dead? Father, That's is good. that you or are you a ghost? Oh, yeah. yeah that's it a good was, point. <laughs> you know, and his response was, it is me. If I were a ghost, you wouldn't see me. And,
2: yeah. You
3: know, I mean, that's I'm paraphrasing. I'm not a biblical scholar or anything, but yeah. I know that that's basically the passage. I mean, it's how, you know, how do you how does being religious preclude you from believing in the paranormal? I just don't understand that.
1: Yeah. When I, when I first started, I was kind of the same way, you know, I, uh, I, for myself, not recognizing the Bible as much as I should, like, like you just even stated, but believing my beliefs or my beliefs. Right. Mm-hmm. But I believe that my beliefs wouldn't keep me from doing what I'm doing right here. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That, you know, I had right. had some people reach out to me, Hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. And I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm just trying to prove right or wrong, prove if it's real or not, you know, that that's, that was basically what a, my, my response would be. I'm, you know, I'm just investigating if it's real or not, you know, trying to mm-hmm. debunk it. To that, you know, as I was a hard skeptic right at the beginning, big time,
3: but. And that's, that's healthy to come into it with that yeah. perspective to start with. I think, I mean, uh, I've seen so many, I used to say on tours at Waverly, I said, you know, we have a lot of skeptics come to Waverly, very few leave. And, you know, yeah. it's not yeah. because we keep them. It's because when they leave, they're not a skeptic anymore. And yeah, no. it, it's healthy to come into it, though, with a skeptical, you know, attitude to a certain extent, as long as you're just not closed-minded to the possibilities that what you experience or see might or might not be paranormal.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree 100%. Do you, uh, have you uh, met many... Uh, Shoot. Have you met many psychics that that you firmly believe throughout this time your time?
3: Yes. Yeah, I've had, uh, you know, very lucky working at Waverly, for one, that, you know, a lot of the biggest names in the field go through that building. Um, And a lot of folks that you'll never hear of that you've never heard of go through that building. And I met a lot of great investigators, great psychics uh, in my time at Waverly. Uh, in our pair of family, uh, I've got some really talented and gifted psychics. Beth Allen is one of the best. Uh, the Wicked Woman Beth, if you all know who she is. Uh, she's one of the best out there. She's a sister and talk to her all the time. And I mean, she has been incredible. Um, I mean I'm not gonna go down the list and start naming no, them, no, no. Beth being my sister. I will point I will single her out because yes, she's yeah, very, very good. But there's a lot of competition in that field too, where you know there's a lot of people who are good psychics, yeah. Uh themselves, they don't want anyone else to be recognized as a good psychic. So they're like, Oh, they're fake or they're yeah. they're not that good or whatever, you know. And it's like, okay, well. You don't have to have that competition. Just yeah, it is. I know Grizzly knows a lot of uh, a
1: lot of people with the psychic abilities too. So look like you knew who he was talking about, didn't you, Grizz?
0: Yeah, I do a uh, paranormal true crime shows on Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, I cover missing persons and uh, code cases and murder cases that are unsolved. Uh-huh. And the following week, I go to my panel of psychics that are around the world. They're well. World- uh, Mm well-known and uh, I just give them a picture of the person and I bring them back on the show the following week and they give us what they get from however they get their information and they divulge information about the case and the police uh, departments, the FBI or whatever agency Mm -hmm. can use the information or the family uses it to hopefully retrieve the remains or whatnot to help solve the case and so forth. So it comes in very handy. Yeah. So, yeah. but what really drives me nuts, Ernie, is that they're so close to me. They'll be like, Grizzly, are you okay? You need a hug? I'm like, I hate when yeah. y'all do that. Yeah. yeah. Don't read me, so read, like, read the picture. picture. Yeah, there we go. See, so there goes the cat <laughs> ball. I know, right? But they'll call me out of the blue and they'll be like, and they'll, they'll, they'll call me like, hey, I, I got to tell you something. You know, your family members drive me nuts. And, and I got to tell you this message. And they were like, who'd you just walk by? And I was like, my mom's over. Put her on the phone. I got a message. And I'm like, here, mom. Who is it? Just take the phone call. Don't ask. Just take the call. <laughs> so, yeah. It's very interesting. Never a dull moment. So. Right, right. Absolutely. So, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah. But it was very interesting. I'm glad you uh, had an opportunity to finally meet you in person. After all these years later, I aggravated the fire out of you. I do apologize about that, but that was my younger, dumber days. But yeah,
3: it's all good. It's all good. I'm uh, I'm glad to glad to know you're in the neighborhood. You got to come down to the fort. And oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll be more than happy to. That'd be awesome. Shoot,
3: shoot me a message and uh, let me know when you're going to be in the area, and we'll we'll go up there and take a look around. And then you yeah, can it. Or come to our yeah, be event awesome. with Scratchman, August fifth.
0: Yeah, I may end up doing that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It really would be. It's, it's how does everybody get a hold of you and stuff and uh, reach your websites and your well, Facebook you find,
3: groups? You can find me directly, Ernie Pack, on Facebook. I, I'm pretty easy to find, and I'll accept most friend requests unless you look like you're completely <laughs> Uh We've got a Facebook group called Hauntings of Fort Duffield, just like on the screen. we got one called Pac-Man Paranormal. Uh, we've got a Facebook page called Pac-Man Paranormal, and you can find me through any of those places. And uh, just shoot me a message, uh, send me a PM, and I'll respond as soon as I can. And we'll uh, we'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's and, awesome. and it, Hey, I, throughout the the last couple of years you know Ernie's. whenever i've ever sent him a, a message on messenger or anything like that he's always got back I me. Mean, stand up person you know uh both him and his wife and they got a great thing
0: going and i'm glad that we had him on oh um, well, i am meeting. too i am too Please. ladies and gentlemen uh check him out uh pac-man paranormal uh in louisville around louisville west point make sure and uh stop in and make an appointment and i'm telling you it, it's really worthwhile in west point uh you, you, actually ladies and gentlemen you, you if you go down dixie highway you're gonna go right through you blink an eye and watch the speed limit because you will get a ticket <laughs> they sit i know they still sit there i know that has not changed so but yes i don't know but, i know, know,
3: know the mayor i know i know i know things about this town <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Buckle up. I'll tell you that much. They're writing a lot yeah. of tickets for seatbelts right now. <laughs> At that time of year. Yes, sir. <laughs> but I
0: greatly appreciate you coming on and I really enjoyed it, Ernie. Thank you so much. Just,
3: I'd be glad to come back anytime. Y'all just say the Oh, word. it's. Thank hey, you.
0: it's all doors always open from uh, right. coast to coast and around the world, ladies and gentlemen. That's a wrap. Until next time, take care and Godspeed. See everybody. See you. Bye bye.